Hey, everybody, welcome into an emergency episode of the Inside Nebraska podcast. Along with uh, Greg Smith and Steve Mark, I'm Zach Carpenter. Uh, Matt Rule is the next head coach of the Nebraska Cornhuskers. He's the 34th coach, 31st permanent head coach. If the phrasing matters, the news uh, started trickling out Friday, uh, about 40 minutes before kickoff of Nebraska, Iowa. And today it was official as of Saturday morning. Uh, Matt Rule, the next head coach, the next leader of the Nebraska football program. Greg, Steve, what are you guys' thoughts? Initial thoughts that jump out. Yeah, my initial thought is that this is as good, as good or as well as this search could have ended for Nebraska and Trev Alberts. Like I don't, I, I know, and we'll get to this about kind of some mixed reaction out there. Um, I'll say this off rip. I don't understand it. This is one of a handful of like legitimate candidates um, that we're talking about through this search that could classify as a home run, a proven program builder and a good football coach that fits inside of the Big Ten that has a, a history of development and identification of players. Like, I am I think that this is a great day for Nebraska football. I really do. Yeah, Greg basically took the words out of my mouth. If you say it's a home run, I'm going to say it's a grand slam then. So if we're going with baseball terms here. I think it's a grand slam home run hire for University of Nebraska football program. And like Greg said, when you look at Matt Rule, it's just he's a developer. He's a program builder. Builder. I love what he did at recruiting, at especially at Baylor and Temple, taking a lot of two- and three-star guys that are in the NFL now. I mean, they, um, it's, it's just really impressive, his overall body of work. He's a guy that grew up coaching on the line of scrimmage, too, which I think kind of ex is exactly what Nebraska needs. He, he coached on the defensive side and the offensive side, too, so he's a well-rounded coach. He's been doing this for a long time. Um, I, I think he's an obvious fit in college football. And to me, he's exactly what Nebraska needs right now. He is exactly what Nebraska needs right now because what has Nebraska struggled with over the last decade with, since Mike Riley, since Scott Frost, they've struggled with an identity. They've needed, they've needed that identity and that clear culture, that clear message that shared across the board. Um, I think we all talked about it about midway through the year when Mickey Joseph had the culture rolling and things turned around that Nebraska players and coaches were starting to share the same message or the similar message. It wasn't this convoluted all over the place in press conferences. Right. It was all along the same wavelength. And that's what you're going to get in Matt Rule if you give him time, okay? It's going to, it's going to require time and patience for this thing to get done. And that's what needs to be emphasized. And we can't emphasize that strongly enough because that's Matt's rule, Matt Rule's track record. He went from a what two and ten season at Temple in his first year, and he flipped that into uh, two ten win seasons, including their first conference championship since I think the sixties. Um, and he took a Baylor program that was one and eleven and an absolute disaster, a dumpster fire, and turned that into an eleven win team and a Sugar Bowl appearance, and had and the roots that he extended the foundation he created at that Baylor program has taken off under Aranda, uh, Dave Aranda. So he's shown that he can build a program and sustain success, but it's not going to change overnight. Nebraska is not going to now go from a four and eight team perennial under, a under 500 team and turn into this 10 and two, 11 and one monster in the big 10 winning big 10 championships over and over every year it's going to take time 
Yeah, and I think that one of the things, though, that and, you know, Steve had mentioned about kind of that we both did about the development um, and had a kind of some of those two and three star players that Matt will put into the league. And you know what my actual first thought about that as it relates to recruiting is, is that that's awesome for in-state recruiting. And it's weird maybe to go directly to that, but we've talked a lot about whether Nebraska, and it's been multiple staff now, it's not just a Scott Frost thing, even though he was kind of bad at it too, of identifying those players in state that can be developed and turned into either solid contributors, even before you can get to developing them into NFL players, kind of in the way that like Iowa and Wisconsin do kind of with some of their in-state talent, right? I think that that's something that'll be really interesting to watch. And he's a guy, I think when he was on TV here on, on game day this morning, he talked about his passion being developing young players um, and helping them reach their potential. And I, and I think immediately about getting a hold of some of those in-state guys and those guys within that 500-mile radius um, that Nebraska can really start to build their team around um, while also doing spot recruiting. I don't want to get too deep into the weeds here on the recruiting because uh, I can talk all day about it, but I won't. But I, I'm excited to see what he does with his identification and development because I think that Trev Alberts has mentioned during the search that he wants Nebraska to be the premier destination for development in the Midwest. And I think that hiring Matt Rule is a signal that you can get closer to that. What I really liked about Matt Rule was let's go back to his Temple days. So when he decided to take the head coaching job at Baylor, he had never coached in the state of Texas outside of a few um, games against like SMU and uh, whatever uh, American athletic conference games that road games that he went on. So when he first got that uh, Baylor job, he, he showed, in my opinion, a great, great coaching mind and coaching savviness by hiring three guys around the state of Texas that were like key figures in Texas high school football. He hired three of them, Joey McGuire, one of them, who's the head coach at Texas tech right now doing really good, a really good job has the red Raiders in the bowl game already in his first season, but he hired three guys. It was Sean bell. It was Joey McGuire. And it was uh have it written down here, David Wetzel. Now those guys went on to Baylor's staff and it was just, it helped so much with Matt rules transition as like a Northeasterner from new, from New York city played at Penn state, never had anything to do with Texas, the Lone Star state in his life. He gets that job. He hires that trio of coaches and they, they help him. They show him around. They, they do everything that they need to do. And that just like helped his transition to turning Baylor around in, in such a quick fashion as he did. I'm excited to see and interested to see in, in what, in what that is like, in the good life with Nebraska is um, what kind of, cause, cause uh, Matt rule does not have many Husker connections, does not have a lot of Nebraska connections right now, but really I think that that's kind of a good thing. I think it's good that Nebraska is kind of going away and going outside of the box to try to turn this thing around. I think again, that that's uh, what Nebraska needs right now. So I'm really excited to see Matt rules next step of this whole thing. And that's putting a staff together. Hey man, I was an outsider when I came to the Nebraska beat and that was That's right. Of, that was met with a lot of question marks on the board and uh, sent a thank you message to the subscribers last night. And they're like, yeah, we were, we were hesitant, but uh, you've, you've shown us uh, done a good job. So uh, proven that outsiders can work at Nebraska, but no, um, on the recruiting front. Yeah. Matt rule is like you said real quick. Um, he's shown that he he's not afraid to, to, say, hey, I, I know my shortcomings, so I'm going to surround myself with people who uh, who can help me in the recruiting game. And um, I, I'm interested to see the tentacles. I mean, Nebraska has been trying to get back into Texas now for years, and they finally did with the 2023 class. 
interested to see if they now can extend into the East Coast, um, where where Matt Rule's roots are from. And a lot of that's going to depend on who he fills out his staff with. Uh, we have some ideas right now. Don't want to make conjectures on on actual names on names just yet. Um, as we do some more digging there, but I think his first priority will be obviously to fill out the staff. And I mean, in my opinion, his next two steps are do what he can to keep Mickey Joseph on staff in some in some form. And that's going to require some conversations, give a framework of what uh, what that would look like with Mickey staying on staff. I mean, pay the man. He's worth at least a million dollars. He's a, he's a million dollar plus guy now. Um, he's making six hundred thousand. And after the last nine games, after everything he's shown, he he's deserving of that pay bump. But that's not the only those aren't the only factors that are going to go into it. And um, I mean, we've talked about this before. Dante Williams, the USC interim coach last season, he, he took over the program and then Lincoln Riley came in, kept him on staff and the transition was smooth, kept a critical piece of that staff of that program together. Um, that's one recent example of it working. Now there's plenty of, uh, of um, uh, pushback. There's the other side of it of maybe the new head coach, maybe Matt Rule wants to come in with a clean slate and hire his own staff. And that's what Mickey said during his press conference last night. Um, his last answer was a new head coach deserves to hire staff. And I'm good with that. Like um, I've been in the program over, or I've been in this, in this business 25 plus years. Um, I'll be good. Someone's going to hire me. So those are some of the top priorities. Um, wanted to real quickly say um, Trey Palmer has entered his name into the 2023 NFL draft. He's, announced to, that he will forego his another season at Nebraska. So looks like he's off the board for um, for player personnel decisions that Matt Rule will have to handle. Um, so next up is Casey Thompson. And Casey said that he's got a lot of things to consider, um, but um, he does want to meet with the new head coach before making a decision. So those are some of the top priorities off the top of my head. What, what do you guys think? Where, what's What's Matt Rule going to have to do with the minute he lands in Lincoln or before he even hops off the jet? Greg, you're on mute. If I was, oh, the mute monster got me. Um, Sorry, (laughs) it's tough because I think that the, to me, my mind just keeps coming back to Mickey. Like all all things start with what he's going to do there because you have to, you, you have to have the conversation with Mickey Joseph. And I think that based on the things that he said publicly and the things that I hear privately, like I think that, he, he's willing to Mickey Joseph is to at least hear out a pitch from Matt Rule. I think that that is a big step and, and we have to get that kind of out of the way to then decide where you go from there. I think it would be an enormous benefit if Matt Rule keeps Mickey Joseph and Mickey Joseph wants to stay at the end of that conversation. Um, because like Steve was alluding to and talking about, you know, Matt having that kind of really smart decision to keep those guys or bring those guys in from Texas, you could do kind of a similar thing here at Nebraska where you keep Mickey Joseph and then we kind of see from there, right? You don't know, like Bill Bush has kind of expressed an interest to stay around. Um, We'll see about a guy like Brian Applewhite. I'm not sure how many else, how many other guys are going to be sticking around. Um, What's going to happen um, in this? And I keep bringing this up and I keep being that guy. Strength and conditioning. I want to know who's going to be the strength and conditioning because that might not be like the very first thing he does when he make, gets off of the plane, but it's going to be on the short list for me of things that I'm looking for because maybe I'm just weird. 
No, Greg, I was I was gonna say strength and conditioning was gonna be one of them. Okay. <laughs> it was kind of a one A, one B thing with me. So the strength and conditioning coach and staff was the one B, the one A, in my opinion. And outside of the the obvious ones like offense coordinator, defensive coordinator, I want to know who the offensive line coach um is gonna be under Matt Rule. Good is call. it gonna be Donovan Riola? Um, obviously there's a lot of opinions on him and, and if he is good at what he does, but he, I think he's also was dealt kind of a, a really difficult hand and, and kind of with the talent that he was working with. So we don't know a lot about Donovan Riola as a coach right now, in my opinion. So that's just going to be something that Matt rule is going to have to take into account and think about and make a decision on, but yeah, strength and conditioning and the offensive line coach, um, along with OC and DC is going to be, um, kind of top priorities for me at least. Yep. And um, I mean, just bottom line here, I wanted to tee you guys up for any last thoughts you guys might have. Mine is just the bottom line is uh, you, you get an outside hire who's a home run hire. I mean, we talked about it last week. I think um, we mentioned Luke Fickle would be a, a grand slam outside a stadium home run. Matt rules like a two or three run home run or a grand slam. I mean, whatever baseball analogy you want to use. Um, it, it, it's a tremendous, tremendous hire for Nebraska. And um, I know some, everybody has their thoughts on it. Greg, we did a, does Nebraska need to hire a coach to unite <laughs> video last week? And we knew that it was going to be met with, um, with back and forth because there's no way that you're going to oh, yeah. Nebraska's fan base when, when it's as, as big as it is, but it comes down to winning. That's the number one thing that's going to unite this fan base. And you got a guy who is going to come in here, immediately establish, maybe not immediately establish an identity, but you immediately know what the goal will be, what the mission will be with that identity. And um, he's going to look to establish that over the course of time. Um, but again, it's going to take time and patience. So Greg, any any last thoughts from you on on today's news? This is to me. This is another signal that, and it's funny because a lot of the time through this whole process, depending on who you talk to, Nebraska was either the worst job ever, or of course they could get a big name, right? And it was probably the truth was somewhere in the middle that it's a tarnished brand that needs some some polish, right? And it needed to be able to pull a coach that you may not have thought that they could get in that rule at the beginning of this process. And I think it's a signal to me that Nebraska football is one that it can be like a Tennessee or some of these other programs that have had these revivals here lately. It just takes the right guy. And I think that Matt Rule definitely has the possibility to be that type of guy. Again, I reiterate it again. I think it's a great day for Nebraska. And I think that this it's a tremendous hire and kudos to Trev Alberts for actually pulling this off after taking a lot of flack <laughs> throughout this process from some, um, including myself. I'll, I'll, I'll follow on that. And my parting shot is going to be going back to the development piece of this whole thing, because that's exactly what Nebraska has been missing. And when you look at uh, Matt Rule and his time at Baylor, once if you go look, go look at Baylor's NFL draft picks starting from 2019 and, and up, and there's a lot of them, then a lot more than there was before. And that's mainly because of Matt Rule. I know Dave Aranda is really good at what he does, and he and he kind of took uh, what Matt Rule built and, and kept going with it, and that's awesome. But you look at guys like Terrell Bernard, class of 2017. So uh, 2017 was Matt Rule's first class. He has one, two, three guys in the in the 2017 class that he got that were all three-star um, recruits when he got them. And he, and they're in the NFL right now. They got drafted. Terrell Bernard, JT Woods, Jalen Petrie, second round pick. 
Um, uh, James Lynch, defensive lineman, three, uh, three star. He's in the NFL now. This is just really exciting. I think like fans around here should be really, really excited for what a guy like Matt Rule, who knows the game, knows the line of scrimmage, knows how to identify talent and then take the next step and develop it once it's on campus. I think that, I, I mean, Husker fans should be outside of their mind right now. It's it, This is exactly what Nebraska needs, the developmental part of this whole thing. Well, some will be, some won't be. And it's going to be uh, some uh, taken from Missouri, right? The show me state. They're going to want to see that it actually works. And hopefully um, they'll give him time because this first year could be rough unless you hit, uh, hit some home runs in the transfer portal. Um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for uh for Matt Rule to build, uh, turn this into an eight and four team overnight, probably not, maybe not even seven and five. So uh, this is this is what Nebraska needed in terms of the long haul to start over from scratch and build foundation going forward. My parting shot is just um, Trev Alberts on day number seventy-seven. He officially hired Matt Rule to be the the next head coach. It was two and a half month marathon process two marathons rolled into one plus an added 5k on top of it um he, he needs to be commended like you said greg for the job he did um whether whether or not matt rule winds up working out in the long term we don't know we're confident it will but we don't know for sure but with the process that alberts did to keep it as close to the vest they did this this game of poker that's what i, I liken this to it was a long game of poker that Trev Alberts had to play to get this deal done, to get all of these things done. And he had to go back and play another hand um, last, last, this last week after negotiations with the Panthers fell through and he went back to the, he went back to the to poker table and he got it done. So now it's official. And now we uh, we're about to have the busiest three, four weeks that we're going to have all the way up <laughs> Through December 21st through the 23rd signing period, December 5th transfer portal window opens up. Uh, we're already seeing movement there. Um, we're already seeing recruit reactions, uh, columns, analysis. It's all uh, it's all loaded time, and uh, we will be providing coverage on our Inside Nebraska YouTube channel um, and our site, nebraska.rivals.com. And right now you can sign up for a $22 uh, promo for your first year, full year of rivals. It's $22. That's a hundred dollar value. Uh, you can sign up right now all through uh, Monday on our site. Um, and you can go check all of our stuff out on there as we, we provide as much content as we possibly can during, uh, during these next couple of days and weeks as Matt rule comes to town Monday press conference for, for rule. And we'll find out more there eight year contract. We'll find out more of the contract details then. And we'll have plenty more coming for you guys here and on the website. So for Greg Smith and Steve Marek, I'm Zach Carpenter, and we'll catch you guys again next time.